1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On The Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. My co-host and our real estate expert is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Let's talk about our first guest. And mortgages are on everyone's mind these days. They sure are, Tina. And our first guest today is here to talk about mortgages. Deep Das is a mortgage broker with Mortgage Alliance, and a preferred lender for Souk. Deep, welcome to the show. Thank you, Asif, and thank you, Tina, for inviting me today on your radio show. And greetings to all the listeners. Now, Deep, we, we know that interest rates have already went up a little bit, and rumor has it that they could go up another five times within the next year. What's your advice to mortgage holders right now? Well, that's true, that we are looking at, uh, you know, uh, some some rate hikes in the coming time, as we've seen in the past week, there was one hike, and then we are expecting one more you know, on April the 13th. Let's see what happens on, on that time. But yes, there are, there will be an increase. Most important thing that I always spoken and you know guided my clients is that you know keep be within your budget. Don't go beyond your means. So you know if you're if you can afford something, you know try to be within the limit so that you know even the rate hike. You know, you are comfortable paying your mortgage in the coming time. And Deep, you mentioned that you spent the day yesterday uh, online and on the phone with so many of your clients. What are they asking you and what advice are you providing them? See, the biggest thing, you know, rate hikes are there. It'll, it'll, it'll affect some and it will not affect few because what happens is if people are within their budget, and rate hike keeps happening. That's what I keep telling them. You know, the most important is that don't panic. When you when a mortgage is approved, home buyers are qualifying at an interest rate of five point two five percent, which is much higher than the current prevailing rates. So already clients are approved at a higher rate, which means that they can afford. However, it is important that we keep that grow. I mean, rise rise in uh, in interest rate in, in in mind, and always make sure that you know we are within our budget. So that even if the rate keeps going even five times this year, we are still able to afford the mortgage. So, and Deep, I, I was going to add, that's a great point because this is the reason the government had introduced the stress test a, a while back. And it was for exactly situations such as this where the rate does climb, but you have peace of mind that you're qualified for a lot more. Now, what does a rate hike of a quarter point or so, what does that mean to someone that may have a $700,000 mortgage, how much more would that be per month? Absolutely. Like, I'll, I'll you know, give an example. If suppose somebody, on, a, on an average, you know, these days you have, like, say, 600000 mortgage. So somebody who is looking for a mortgage of 600000 with 10% down payment over 25 years of amortization, one can expect an increase of $75 per month compared to what that same 600000 with 10% down payment, 25 years amortization, client was paying two weeks back. Because with a quarter percent increase, you're looking at $75 per month increase on your payment for a 600000 mortgage. So would you say that now is the time to lock in a fixed rate? Well, it all depends. 
I always tell my clients, what's your goal? What's your future plan? Like if somebody who's looking at, you know, uh, having a refinance or, or, you know, getting some equity out in a couple of years' time or they have plans and goals, it is very important that we consider variable at this point in time because what happens is when you're in variable, you can break this mortgage anytime with three months, only three months interest penalty. When you are logged in a fixed, you cannot break the mortgage at any time. And if you do break, you pay interest differential penalty, which is much more higher than the variable penalty. So it is, it is important that clients understand and have this conversation where, you know, we understand what their plan for the coming years. And what is your advice to home buyers deep? Is it to get out there and get qualified once again if they've been qualified over the last couple of months? Or, uh, you know, does their previous qualifications still allow them to go out and purchase? Uh, are, you, are you seeing a lot of people panicking, uh, you know, and when they're looking at buying their first home or their new home? Absolutely. You know, if they're, if they're qualified in the past, Anyways, they're qualified at, uh, at the rate of 5.25%, so which definitely, you know, if they're qualified and if they're approved for a you know, certain amount, they're qualified. However, that time clients say, you know, what, you know, if, if they want to know the, uh, how much will be the monthly payment and uh, a mortgage uh, broker or, or a bank employee has offered him, say, 1.50% interest on a variable term, then the amount, monthly amount will be totally different than if the rate has gone to, say, 1.90 today. So it is important that, yeah, they go back and check once again, look at their qualification and see if really, you know, they can afford that payment going up even by quarter percent or, you know, half a percent, something like that. And so on average, do you think that most homeowners can manage these changes in interest rates? Absolutely. As I always mentioned, if they are within their budget and they know what they can afford, even the smaller changes, they can manage. But somebody who has really gone beyond their means and bought a property which is like definitely hard, hard to manage in the coming years, it'll be hard for that, that individual or family to manage. So it is like, you know, that's the, that's the reason it is important that a mortgage professional, you know, speaks and talks about all these, you know, changes or aspects of getting into homeownership because it's important that we, we like a property, we get into a property, but it is also important that we have, uh, you know, peaceful sleep every day, every day, you know. So that's important. Keep what's the mood been with your clients? Is there a mad scramble to get into a property before the next hike? Or are there people just sitting back and saying these hikes, these hikes may alter the landscape and, and reduce pricing, and so they're going to wait? Uh, what are you hearing from your clients? Well, as of, as of now, I'm hearing more and more people coming to me for refinance or second mortgages, you know, so what they're trying to do is their current properties, they're trying to refinance, get some equity out and getting ready for, for summer. Or, or before the rate hike, you know, they want to, you know, park their funds into some kind of pre-constructions or even a resale property. So, yeah, there are a lot of people, and but at the same time, there are many people who are hang tight and they're saying, you know what, interest rates are going up, let's see what happens, we'll, we'll wait for another one and see how it, it goes, and, and then we will decide. So there is a mix, but I would say the majority, 70% of of my clients are leaning towards refinance and getting some equity out and, and putting, you know, their money into, into the market. And Deep, Asif mentioned that the Bank of Canada could raise rates five more times in this next year. What's your advice then to our listeners right now who are worried about those increased rates? Well, it, it all depends. Like, you know, five times, we have, we have no control on them. Bank of Canada will increase that 
And that's why it is important that, you know, you know, we manage our funds in such a way and do our mortgages in such a way and have this holistic conversation with your mortgage professional that, you know, if there is a rate hike and if their payment goes from, you know, $75 to even $300 over a period of one year, can I afford that? Can I manage that? Can I still, you know, do my other basics? You know, so it's very important that we have this conversation and clients understand that. So uh, my advice to every new home buyer would be that, you know, please have this conversation because if my payment goes up even by $300, am I okay? Can I manage that? And, and they will be fine. Indeed, before we let you go, what is your advice to sellers? Are, are they concerned as well? Have you heard from uh, any potential sellers about the, the fallout from the interest rate hikes? Well, for sellers, it's, it's all about like people are happy selling their properties at a very high you know, rate today. However, the same seller is going and buying another property and pre-qualifying themselves at a higher interest rate. Yes, it, it is a challenge. So if somebody has a great equity in their property, they're able to manage. But those who don't, it is a challenge. So for, for them as well, it is important that, you know, we, we understand that, you know, we do the calculation, we do the pre-qualification in advance before they plan to sell or put their property in the market to sell. One more question before we go deep. Uh, have you heard anything about appraisals? Have you seen any appraisals come in under value over the last uh, week or so? Yes, I, I, I did. I did come across a few appraisals where, you know, property was, you know, uh, purchased at 1.4. The appraisal came uh, at like 1.36 or something around that. So it, it was a challenge for the clients to where the vendor were asking and then, you know, prices were hiked up. But yes, there were, there were some challenges and that's another thing that, you know, potential buyers need to know and have those conversations that, you know, if situations like this happen, have some extra down payment ready for you so that you can cover up. Otherwise, it will be a problem for closing. Interesting times for sure, Deep. If people want to connect with you or ask any more questions about the interest rate hikes, how do they connect with you? Well, the best way to connect with me is through our amazing platform of Souk where they can go and look for me and, you know, register themselves. The registration is absolutely free of charge for one souk, and there's some great offers they're offering right now, and they can thank through that, or they can reach out to me through my website, which is www.dasmortgagefinance.com, or they can email me at info at dasmortgagefinance.com. I'm happy to answer any questions that my listeners have, and wishing everybody the best. Thanks so much for that great information, and we look forward to having you on again. Thank you, Asif, and thank you, Tina. Have a great day. You too. After the break, how the appraisal can make or break the deal. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Over to Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties with our next guest, Asif. Thank you, Tina. Joining us for On the Market is Claudio Polito from Crosstown Appraisals. Claudio, welcome back to On the Market. Asif, nice to be back. Thanks for calling me. Claudio, we've heard uh, a lot of instances uh, or a few instances about appraisals not meeting the value of the home, the purchase price that was paid. Have you seen this in in the last little while? And are you noticing that uh, 
people are paying way more than what you guys can appraise a home for? That's a, uh, that's a loaded question. Uh, we've seen in the past, I would say, since January, a, a substantial uh, increase in uh, property values. Uh, and an appraisal is a snapshot. Of a, you know, it's a point in time uh, picture of the market at that day. Uh, when properties are, you know, when each next sale is achieving a higher and higher level, it makes it more difficult as an appraiser because uh, now you're now you're guessing you're guessing the market condition you kind of you're kind of guessing yourself and the value. Uh, we're finding more and more properties are falling short of the purchase price. Uh, generally speaking, you know market value is uh, you know is a uh, a willing buyer and a willing seller undue pressure. When you have a multiple bidding scenario, when you have a lineup of twenty offers, when a property is listed let's say thirty forty percent below market to attract those offers, does that really constitute market value or is that more of an auction scenario? And in those instances, it becomes very difficult to, uh, to support the purchase prices. And Claudio, if we could just take a step back for our listeners who are not aware, where is the appraisal in the process of purchasing a home? When does it happen? After the deal is done? So ideally, you'd want to have an appraisal beforehand uh, in a normal market, you'd want to have your your ducks in a row. So you'd have your home inspection done beforehand. You'd have your appraisal done beforehand. And then you'd go in and make an offer just to ensure you can get the financing or sort of get pre-qualified. In today's very hard and active market, I don't think you have time to have an appraisal done beforehand. I don't think you have time to make your appraisal, uh, your sort of your offer conditional on appraisal because, as I said, there's probably 14, 13 offers behind you waiting to, uh, to jump in. So unfortunately, the appraisal is often the last checkbox on, to, on the uh, to-do list, which leaves very little time in the event things don't come in at purchase. And there's some lenders, Claudio, that will order the appraisal within the first few days of the purchase being made, but there's other lenders that almost wait until the last few days before closing. Is there a reason that they wait that long, or is it just that they're backed up so much? I think it's a little bit of, uh, of both. Uh, most lenders want the appraisal as recent uh, as possible. So, for example, if a property sells March 1st and it's closing June 30th, uh, you know, appraisal, from, in most cases, bank account appraisals within 30 days of closing, uh, not 90 days of closing. At that point, the appraisal may become stale in their mind. So if a property sale is March 1st, closing the end of June, and you're a very diligent banker, you're a diligent mortgage broker, you're a diligent realtor, and you get the appraisal done March 2nd, well, now you're sitting on that appraisal for three months. And then the bank may say, well, this appraisal is over 90 days. It falls within our service, our service agreement, our scope of reference, terms of reference, and you have to get a new appraisal done. So you don't want to be too early, but you definitely don't want to leave it three days before closing. Oftentimes what happens, consumers are shopping around also. So they're going from institution to institution. And, uh, and, that, can, and that can cause a, uh, a delay in the process. And how much of a say then do banks have in the appraisal process? Banks, uh, depending on the lender, uh, banks have an approved appraiser list that they, uh, they've created. Uh, this criteria to be an approved appraiser. Each bank has their own criteria. 
and their own appraisal, uh, approved appraiser list. So from that perspective, the bank controls which group of appraisers can uh, actually do the appraisal. Uh, in some instances, a bank will order the appraisal directly. In a lot of cases, banks will use a, uh, a uh, sort of a middleman to, uh, to handle that process of ordering appraisals and communicating back and forth. Banks do not dictate appraised values or appraisal outcome. And Claudia, is there a difference between an appraisal for refinance versus an appraisal for purchase? Uh, I know some sellers have provided us with appraisals that they had obtained uh, in regards to refinance, and then they're surprised when the appraisal on the sale of their house doesn't meet the the same value. Is there uh, is there different criteria in the service agreements from the banks to look at to, in those situations? Uh, there's no their criteria are not different, but the the circumstances definitely are. Uh, on a refinancing, there's uh, you know, an appraiser providing an unbiased opinion as to what they feel the property would trade for if offered for sale. Uh, on an MLS purchase, you actually have a purchase price as a uh, as a, as a, as an indicator. Uh, so it, it, you're, cut, you're you're approaching it from two different scenarios. On the re, on the refinance, you're looking at you know you always look at the market. You're always using market data. Uh, there are no distinct you know parameters you have to follow. An appraisal pro, an appraisal is an appraisal. It's just on an MLS purchase. You do have that purchase that negotiated purchase that's hanging out there. So. Oftentimes, if, if the purchase price is reasonable, if it's within the range, most appraisers would support the purchase price. On a refinance, you're looking at it just as what do you think it would sell for in the open market. Have you ever seen a market like this one where home values have appreciated by so much so soon? We, uh, I've been appraising since the uh, mid to late 80s, so I've seen the good and the bad. We saw this in uh, 1987, 1989, 1990. Uh, we saw it in 2016 and 2017, where properties were appreciating on a year-over-year basis over 30%. Mm. And in every, in every circumstance, there's always been a callback at some point. With the challenges that uh, the low inventory has presented and, and also the high demand, Claudio, Prices have gone up like 30 to 40% over the last year or so. It, does this make it more challenging for your appraisers when they're out there to kind of determine what the values are? And, you know, what would help establish these values? Is it a longer closing or shorter closing? Again, that, that, uh, that's a, another loaded question. When properties are, when values are increasing uh, at historic rates, uh, it, it creates uncertainty in the market. It creates a panic in the market. Uh, an appraisal is a uh, it's a retrospective look at previous transactions with that point in time aspect. You can't predict the future. You can't predict the emotion of buying. You know uh, when you have a buyer and a seller negotiating. You know part of it. You know ninety five percent of that value is based on on uh, reason. The la- the last five percent is based on emotion. Who wants it more? Does the seller want to sell more or does the buyer want to buy more? And in this particular market, the buyer wants to buy more, which leads to these, uh, you know, these, these big increases that, that we see. 
Uh, is it a concern? I, I think it's always a concern when, you know, you, you can never you can never save as much as a property increases in value. And if you're a first-time buyer, if you don't own real estate, you're falling further and further behind. I think I answered the question. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's great. Uh, do you have any words of wisdom as we close out? Do you have any words of wisdom for buyers or sellers with regards to the appraisal process? How can they help the process move forward? If on a refinance, we always... Uh, on a refinance, I would always recommend... Uh, Always give, always give an ample opportunity for the appraiser uh, before this visit. Give yourself ample opportunity to best present your property to the appraiser. Most, most people, before, before they sell, they'll stage a house, they'll declutter, they'll make it look like a model home. I get you can't do that for, for every refinance appraisal, but uh, appraisers are human. And when you walk into a property... You know, if you're stepping over, you know, your, your, you know your, your dog droppings and you're stepping over this, you're stepping over that, it, it doesn't add to the process. You want, to, you want your house to look and be as presentable as possible on a refinance. On a purchase, I would, I would try and get that appraisal, give yourself as much buffer as possible because of uh, the uncertainty in this marketplace. Uh, so don't leave it to the last minute. On purchases, on refinances, you know, don't have the appraiser come in the next day. Have it come in three, four days down the road. At least allows you the opportunity to declutter a bit and to better present the house, the property. Great info, Claudio, and uh, we look forward to getting an update from you in the near future. Thanks for joining us today. If people want more information about Crosstown Appraisals, how can they reach you? They can email me directly at claudiop at cross-town.ca. Thank you so much. Have a great day. No, thank you. When we come back, your real estate questions and the hot listing brought to you by Souk, simplifying the home ownership experience. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions, and we begin with Garrett in Thornhill. He is preparing his home for staging, but wants to know what his options are to clear the clutter and store his stuff. Where does he put everything, Asif? It's a great question, Garrett, and there's so many different solutions. So there's, uh, there's storage facilities that you can rent out some space in and move your stuff there. Now, since COVID started, there's been a huge demand for storage space uh, as people decluttered and tried to make more working space or schooling space in their homes. So you have to act on it really quickly, and, and you may have to go a little bit further than you actually wanted to to get that storage space. The other thing is there's people that will bring a little container and put it in your driveway. You fill it up. And and then they haul it away and they'll store it for you on their facility. It's a little bit more expensive, but at least you're not having to rent a truck and move things back and forth. They do it for you. All you're doing is having this container placed in your in your driveway. You fill it up with whatever you want. You can get a one bedroom, a two bedroom, 
whatever size you require, and then they will haul it away and they will store it to you and deliver it to your new home. And Asif, is staging an absolute must these days, especially because inventory is so low, houses are not sticking around very long on the market, so why go through the expense and the work to clear the clutter when really the house is going to sell, isn't it? Well, it is. And the truth is the house will sell. It's what will the house sell for? Because, Tina, you and I, we decorate to what our tastes are. A stager goes in and looks at it from a mainstream perspective. So they're trying to draw in the emotions. They're trying to appeal to all the senses of the buyers that are coming in. And they're able to do that uh, to attract the mainstream buyer and try and generate more attention to your property to get you more offers at the end of the day. So although everything will sell, at what price is it selling? And usually when you pay a professional stager, there's so many stagers out there. Don't, don't, uh, you know, it's like anything else. You don't want to go cheap on staging companies. I mean, we've used, uh, you know, various different staging companies and, and the good ones are a little bit more expensive, but you really get what you pay for because they know what they're doing and they know how to attract more attention. That makes lots of sense, of course. Our next question comes from Beth in Mount Albert. She needs to make the move closer to South York Region or the northern area of the GTA. Assuming the cost to own will be greater, is there anything she can do now to prepare? And so, Beth, Mount Albert is actually one of the hottest communities in Ontario right now, actually the entire East Goulombury area. So you'll do really well. You just need to make sure your house is positioned to attract the, the number of offers that you would need in order to make that transition a little bit easier. So South York region is a little bit more expensive, but East Goulombury, that entire area, has really climbed over the last little while. And, uh, you know, that, that discrepancy that we had between Mount Albert and, say, a Richmond Hill or a New Market or Aurora, that's not as bad anymore. So as long as your house is positioned properly and it, it attracts the attention that you need, you'll do very well. And, and we, have a, we have our Mount Albert office right on Center Street. So drop in there. And you can talk to Thomas, Steve, or Teresa, and they'll be able to point you in the right direction. Such good advice. As a reminder, you can send your questions anytime to info at 1059theregion.com. But Asif, if our listeners prefer to contact you directly, how can they do that? Tina, they can always reach me at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. Just before we go, the On The Market Hot Listing brought to you by Souk, simplifying the home ownership experience. Asif, over to you. You know, we've got an incredible home from the Cornell area in Markham, which is Ninth Line Highway 7 around uh, Markham Stovall Hospital. 42 Cornell Meadows just hit the market at 1.699. This is a four-bedroom detached home. Cornell is one of the, the most sought-after areas in Markham. Great schools, great parks. You're close to everything. And this property... What makes it stand out from the rest is that it has a coach house, Tina, and the coach house is above the garage and it can be rented out. It's right now it's rented out for $1,625 a month. So you've got instant income coming in to help you pay your mortgage and it's just a stunning property. I've always been a fan of the coach house. You know that about me. One more time, the highlights of this property and where our listeners can get more information. So this is a, a four plus two bedroom home. There's five bathrooms in this home. It's a detached home with 10-foot ceilings on the main floor. It has a self-contained one-bedroom coach house above the double garage. So being a double garage, this is a large coach house. 
lots of landscaping. It's an entertainer's paradise. There's hardwood throughout. The kitchen's been all renovated with quartz countertops, beautiful backsplash, upgraded cabinetry, stainless steel appliances. This is a must-see. And the master bedroom bath has heated floors, Tina, for those cold mornings. <laughs> this is offered for $1.699 million. And for more information, our listeners can contact Kara Daniels or Laura Lee Prinzen at 905-554-5522. If you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I'm Tina Cortez. Thank you for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.